Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said today that he believes the women who have accused Senate candidate Roy Moore of inappropriate sexual contact, adding that Moore should step aside. I'm proud of you, Mitch. That took a lot of chins. Oh, that is just plain a shot at a person's physical appearance. He's an older man, too. That's very insensitive. Um, I'm unhappy to hear this. Uh, maybe that makes me a bad American. I suppose I should be America first. You know, dirty commies, China. I kind of wanted to see our basketball players uh, spend a little time in jail for stealing in China. Realize you can't do just whatever the hell you want because you're a gifted athlete and you've done whatever the hell you want your whole life, I'm guessing, in junior high, high school, and college and gotten away with it because you're really good at playing basketball. You're in another country. You stole. You get thrown in jail for a while. I thought that'd be awesome, but Trump worked out some sort of deal or the U.S. government or whatever, and they're being sent home. Yeah, the UCLA guys, I'm hoping they got good and scared, but they were confined to the Hyatt or something, right? They weren't in jail. They just made them stay in the hotel. You know what lesson they learned as I'm as I'm raising a couple of little kids and uh, realizing what lessons they learned from these things? They learned the lesson that, you know what, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. That's the lesson they learned. Well, that's an interesting point. A uh, friend who will remain nameless points out, so the racist Trump gets Asian friends to free African-Americans. Racist. Okay. But anyway. speaking of China. Speaking of China, we mentioned this briefly China. before uh, we went to the... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. China. Uh, that uh, thousands of villagers in southeastern China have been told by local officials, take down your Jesus picture. Because Jesus isn't going to make you healthy. He's not going to cure your poverty. He's not going to cure your illnesses. You know who is? Old President Xi. So throw up old... Some say Z. I want to be cultured. So somebody tell me, is it Z or Xi? But anyway... I believe <clears throat> Ian Bremmer says Xi, and he would know. Mm. So I'll go with Xi. So uh, they took down a bunch of Jesus pictures and put up uh, a Xi, um, which uh, harkens back to the personality, the cult of personality, surrounding old Mao Zedong, whose picture was in every room. Um, again, some... Spell it or pronounce it Zetong. I pronounce it Zedong, like they have it written in the Washington Post. But they go on at length to describe the relationship between religion and politics in China. And I swear, I, I you know, if if I hit the lottery or something, I'm going to spend the rest of my life studying China uh, because I find it so interesting that they have a functioning um, communist slash capitalist slash socialist system. And the way it works and the way it doesn't work is just endlessly interesting to me. But um, so they had uh, party members touring vi villages, telling people how the party was supporting agriculture, removing poverty, et cetera, et cetera. And that she should no longer rely on Jesus, but the party for help. Um, you want to know how many Christians there are in China? Go ahead. Uh, well, in 2014, they predicted that within 15 years, so by 2030, rough, roughly, China will be the most, the biggest Christian country in the world. That's amazing. It's just a population thing. They currently have around 60 million Protestants. Mm. 60 million. That's a big number. Wow. Yeah. Not in China, but yes. They think so about they got a, a lot third. Of, they got a lot of Christians. They're talking about this big campaign in a, in oh, a big I'm chunk. Sorry. Of the I, I got to jump in one more time. Sure, go ahead. Uh, hundred million Catholics. Wow. Depending on who you ask. So there mm. you go. A lot of Christians. Yeah. So it's about a third of the population in this one big chunk of the country. What was that statistic we heard? There are a thousand cities with a million people or more in China. 
Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I'm, because a thousand million is a billion, and they got a hell of a lot more than a billion. And if you had 300 million people living in the rural areas, then you got a, you got as many people as the United States live in the rural areas. Uh, again, I must ask you, if you're going to start the word country, finish it. <laughs> okay. The population of China and India both, it's just, it's just staggering. If those if those economies ever get up and running and modern modernized, they'll, it'll just dominate the market for everything. Yeah. You know what kind of food we'll all be eating? Whatever kind of food the Chinese like, because mm. it'll just dominate everything. Well, I'm going with my fabulous new diet, which is making me thin and healthy, and I'm going to lord it over people. I'm going to be superior. Uh, what are you doing see. that thing? You never eat anything bigger than your fist? That's right. Or the paleo diet? Luckily, eat like a caveman? I have enormous fists. <laughs> An insatiable appetite for raw meat. What's the name of your diet? Uh, there's Everybody wants to know. No, no. Forget it. It's none you of your business. Anybody listening right now who wants to lose weight is thinking, what's Joe doing? Uh, go to metafastcalifornia.com. There you go. Um, I, I could talk about it, but it's boring. Are Nobody you, wants to talk about other people's are you, eating. Are you taking in fewer calories than you used to? Well, yeah. There you go. There's a key right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, getting back to the dirty, dirty commies. Um, many rural people are ignorant. They think Jesus, God is their savior. Uh, according to uh, this, the, the head commie who's in charge of messaging. After our cadres work, they'll realize their mistake and think we should no longer rely on Jesus, but on the party for help. Wow. And so it's, there are, China is a, an officially, like communist countries are, officially an atheist country. Yes, they, their constitution protects the right to religion. But, quoting from the Post, the state also takes a dim view of any institution that might challenge its total control over society. So Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, and others have the right to worship, but their houses of worship are often tightly controlled and can easily be shut down if deemed distracting or a threat to official dogma. And if you have a leader who's sticking his head up, Herod might send some people there, and the uh, next thing you know, you're, you're gone. Herod? Is that what you said? Yes. Nice biblical reference. Anyway, so that is how religion works in China, more or less. And you've got the uh, the party trying to seek more control. They're beginning to refer to Xi as the great leader, which is a term that hasn't been used since Mao. And this matters, evidently, in China. It's a big deal. Um, you know, in America, every four years, we announce that it's the most important election of our lifetimes. Right. Uh, so, you know, none of our crap matters. But calling him the great leader, evidently, is symbolically really, really important. But this is one of the things that's always amused me about communist society since I was a kid studying this in college. Xi's slogans are ubiquitous in China. He'll come up with a little gem and all of a sudden it's everywhere. Like here at, at a basketball game. With the, like, there's a, a barrier between the court and the seats. You know how in, in America it would say Samsung or, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Thor Beyond Thunderdome opening next week, that sort right. of thing. Well, in China, for instance, here's a pro basketball game. And it's uh, Xi's slogan, which is really good stuff. Stay true to the mission and keep it firmly in mind. State, you know what? Next, po we have a meeting after the show every day to talk about who's to blame. And mostly, <laughs> is it me again? Yeah, we gather, we gather at the end of the show, and we all say, "All right, who's to blame for today?" <laughs> and then we all point fingers: one, two, three. <laughs> and if anybody's getting the most fingers pointed at them, we all yell at them. And they have to wear the goat's head, and we all beat them with sticks. 
That's right. It's a tradition. It's a cherished tradition. But I'm going to start showing the meeting and say, stay true to the mission and keep it firmly in mind. <laughs> it must sound better in Chinese. All right, that's enough of that. I've got to get me a list of, I've read uh, my, my little brother, my uh, brother, the Navy guy, when he went to China. Go ahead, Michael. You can play the music. Um, when he went to China, he brought me a copy of Mao's Little Red Book, and I flipped through it, and, and it, some of it, well, it's odd. It's just kind of, a lot of it's just kind of lame. The communist experiment is 100 years old this month. How's it going, as in it, your opinion? As it got started in the Soviet Union 100 years ago this month, and uh, it is responsible for tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of deaths. Sure, communism makes Nazism look like a punk when it comes to killing people, but... Nobody wants to talk about that. Why? Because of our liberal, liberal media that is secretly in league with the communists. Is Joe Biden running for president? He was on Colbert last night. The subject came up. He's the only name being thrown out there that anybody seems to get excited about on the uh, the side of the bees right now. Well, and I think Joe Biden said the best thing about that that I've heard yet. And we'll get to that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Before we get to Joe Biden on Stephen Colbert, just a couple more sayings of uh, Chairman Xi, who's a really wise man. How do you like this one? Happiness does not fall out of the blue, and dreams will not come true by themselves. We need to be down to earth and work hard. We should uphold the idea that working hard is the most honorable, noblest, greatest, and most beautiful virtue. There's a the professor who got into serious trouble the other day by telling his students, you have to work hard and stop drinking so much if you want to do well in my class. And he got disciplined <laughs> for that. Because of the drinking part of the working hard, which some people see as like... That's racist. Something. Yeah. Demanding hard work is racist. How about this from Xi Jinping? Some foreigners with full bellies and nothing better to do engage in finger pointing at us. First, China does not export revolution. Second, it does not export famine and poverty. And third, it does not mess around with you. So what else is there to say? <laughs> You know, that whole working hard is the greatest virtue is uh, perfectly okay if it weren't for the fact that all of the elite in these communist countries don't really work at all. No, they skim off the people. And get to drive around in uh, Bentleys. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, so, Sean, uh, Biden was on Colbert last night, is that correct? Yes, he was. Okay, let's hear a little of that. Speaking to a large crowd of Republican audience out in Thousand Oaks, California, and asked the same question. He said, how many of you are now worried about the stability of the republic how many of you are now worried about this new phony nationalism and it's us against them how many are worried about this populism that is designed to essentially undermine the essence of the bill of rights which is there's certain inalienable rights that nobody no matter what the majority is they cannot overrule i mean i just think there's an attack on the system i think people are worried yeah, from the left, in my opinion. Biden would the only get... person, The only people who've ever tried to silence me in my life or, or, or told people their point of view can't be aired is from the left, Uncle Joe. What do you say to that, bro? 
But uh, Biden would get all of Hillary's voters, guaranteed, mm-hmm. and uh, some Trump voters, some of your working class union type Trump voters. I would agree. And um, he's their people. Yeah, absolutely. The The only thing he's got working against him is father time, father time. And he was elected to the U.S. Senate when he was 29. We're in this real outsider mode. Bernie, even though he'd been a senator for a while, was a complete outsider. He wasn't even really a Democrat. They won't let me inside is why. Trump's the all-time outsider. I mean, all the enthusiasm is for the outsiders and something new. It'd be pretty odd if you get somebody who's been in the Senate since he was 29 years old in the 70s um, uh, to to, to be the the guy. But uh, just, just on paper, he seems like he's got a good shot. Well, and let's not forget, we've run Uncle Joe up the flagpole a couple of times. Yeah. And he's done very, very poorly. Now, he has more gravitas now as a two-term vice president, a job that famously was described as not being worth a bucket of warm poo, <laughs> which is a hell of a thing. What is a bucket of warm poo worth? Is it more because it's warm? I don't know. <laughs> but so, and, 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 and plus, you know, his, his Veep uh, candidate would be Father Time. You know, the long beard, the, he's, he's the a very, scythe, uh, the whole thing. He is. He turns 75 next week. I think that's right. Turns yeah. 75 this coming week, which is just he'd amazing. He'd be 78, I believe, when he'd be running for his wow. first term. He is really fit, though. I mean, he's oh, a yeah. he's a very fit 75-year-old. Yeah. Um, but whatever, you know, t- talking about 2020 is probably stupid. Mm, it's certainly repugnant. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, that's right. That's uh, So the one thing that... Um, that uh, that Joe Biden said that I thought made absolutely great sense. He told a, a semi-charming story that I didn't follow at first. He said um, his dad used to tell him, Joey, don't compare me to the almighty. Compare me to the alternative. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great line. Well, right. And and then Joe said, listen, I, I don't think I'm so great, um, except when you compare me to the alternatives. Right. And at this point, what you got? You got the ancient Larry Sanders or, or what's his name? I can't remember which one's actually the politician. Larry David. Larry David. I'm sorry. I didn't even get that name right. So you got uh, the ancient Bernie Sanders. $27. The, the almost as ancient Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren. You got uh, you know a bunch of non-entities and Al Franken. Yeah, some some Hispanic dude you've never heard of is going to come out exactly. and be the nominee. That I, I don't even know who it is right now. He's charming. He's glib. He speaks Spanish and English perfectly. Right. Um, Handsome. Uh, yeah, that's that's who's going to be. Um, no big black mustache though. That's too Hispanic. <laughs> America's ready. Oh, America's God. ready for a Hispanic president, just not a super Hispanic president. Wow. I, I'm an analyst. I'm analyzing. Well, I, I think you're right. Okay. I just wouldn't say it out loud. Uh, well, the big black mustache. <laughs> just saying. Um, so for the first time in my life the other day, first time ever in my life, a doctor told me I need to start exercising. Mm. It's the first time a doctor has ever said that. To wow. Me. Interesting. And, uh, my that, doctor greets me with, Hey, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> hey, glad to see you fit through the door again, Joe. He says to me. Um, I say that to our dog all the time in the running joke in my house. My <laughs> wife is in the room. She says, I'm not going to let you talk to me that way. I say stuff like, a, hey, f- hey, you little fatso. I'm not going to let you talk to me that way. God, your wife is hilarious. <laughs> Does she want to do a, a semi-regular she, feature on the show? Are you kidding? Show? She said just yesterday. It's her dream to have a radio show. Really? Yeah. 
God, because she's hilarious, according to your retellings. Um, she is. Of course, you're just skimming the cream off the top. She but, uh, is dang funny. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. So the doctor, first time in my life, told me I need to get some exercise. And uh, it sounds good in theory. But um, I just with, with two young children, and, and I, I know I'll get the emails, I get the text, or maybe you'll say it to my face about how. You know, I could fit in an hour workout if I cared or whatever. But it's I just, all about prioritizing, Jack. <laughs> I just can't imagine how that's actually going to happen with my current lifestyle. The the, the picking kids up from school and taking them here and there and just, you know the, the sports and this and that and just the meals and then the dishes and then the and then the doing working a job. There's it, that. It might surprise you, but we actually do work at this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just you know uh, good for you if you're doing. I, I drive to work every single day. And I see the people that are up with the uh, the, the headlamp on uh, on top of their head, right. jogging down the path in the pitch dark. Good for you. I admire that. I wish I was like that. I think it's good for me that I recognize I'm not. I've tried the exercising early in the morning thing a number of times in my life. Never happened. In fact, my doctor even said to me, he said, I'm not the kind of guy that's ever going to be able to get up early and do it. So mm-hmm. I got to do it at night, which is tough because you're tired. But blah, 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 blah. Um, but, yeah, I admire those of you who get up and ex- get up. You, 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 you actually get out of bed when you set your alarm an hour early instead of thinking, not today. I'm going to sleep this hour. Oh, Tomorrow am- I'll do it. It's amazing to me. Yeah, it is. It's just, and I think you're genetically that way. Um, maybe that's a cop out. I don't know. I just think you either can do that or you can't. You know, I don't know. Maybe it is a cop out. I certainly wouldn't be able to tell you. If, if I... You know, granted, we already get up with the dairy farmers, but I see people get up at the same time so they can get their full workout in, shower up, and grab a little granola, and then then head on into the office at more or less the the usual time. But I swear to God, if somebody said, listen, you get up an hour early, put in 45 minutes of workout, grab a shower, I'll give you $100 every time, and you get laid every time. Wow, that's an offer. I would do it once. (laughs) I would do it once. And never again. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Well, that's a good thing to know about yourself. Because oh. uh, you can't hardly get a more motivating uh, uh, prize than that. And you still, you think you'd do it once. Well, I just, I, I... I wouldn't do it every time. I might do it a couple of times. But almost guaranteed that third time, I think, I'm sleeping today. I have repeatedly, sometime for years at a time, tried to get by in less than eight hours sleep. And it makes me psychotic. I'm an eight-hour guy. And, you know, I used to think, I used to be, like, ashamed of that because, oh, no, you're real go-getters. They can get by at six. You could if you wanted to. You're just lazy. F y'all. F y'all. I'm with, you know who I'm with? Science. Medical science. I need that much sleep, so I get that much sleep. And that explains my charming and vivacious personality. Yeah, I live on six. That's not good for me, I'm sure. What do you reckon would be uh, ideal for you? Nine? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I, I might be an eight and a half hour I don't guy. Know. Just, there's a limit. But, you know, and then the exercise, you, you the other option really for most people, I think, is the exercise at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when you're already tired. I know people, they eat right. They they make exercise the highest priority. It's just good for you. That is awesome that you can do that. I just... I mean, at this point in my life, at some point, you've got to recognize that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. You also have to recognize if I don't figure out a way to exercise, you know, it's going to kill me early. Yeah, yeah. How about how about your your mini exercise? 
You walk because your your uh, your mailbox like out on the main road because oh, yeah. your your house is way up a private drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jack has a 5,000-acre, his house is 25,000 square feet, but no, you're on a ranch, so walk as fast as you can to the post oh, office yeah. and back every day. Yeah. Fast as you can. Yeah, oh, yeah. You do that? Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good improvement. Sure, all that stuff's better than nothing. Look for dumb stuff, which dumb is, little stuff. Which is something I have said uh, my whole life. Yeah, it, it's better to do some than none. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get discouraged into being, uh, you know, the I won't do any because it makes me think of it, guy or gal. Because I know, I know how that is. It's often, if you leave your conscience on even a little bit, it bugs the hell out of you. So you try to turn it off completely. Try not to do that. I yeah. say that as a guy whose inclination. Well, I'm a man who craves leisure. The if I had a gym membership and go an hour every day, if you commit to that, good if you can do it. But I think if you commit to that, then you're getting into that whole you know one extreme to the other thing. That's a heck of a lifestyle change. If you're going to go from I don't do that to all of a sudden, yeah, I'm going to carve out the driving time to and there, dressing and undressing, hour at the gym thing. Right. It's just, I don't know how unlike, likely that is you're going to keep that up. Of course, the first year, half the population thinks they're going to for a month. Right. And that's how gyms stay in business. Yeah. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I jump on the trampoline with my kids. That's, that's good. It's better than nothing. It's good. Try to do something similar to that every day. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do some of those T push ups the military's in, uh, invented. Right. Right. The new push up. I was explaining that to my kids yesterday, where you lay flat out on your chest with your arms out. That's the starting position for push ups now. Indeed. As opposed to up like it was for the first 100 years. No, lying down and taking a rest between <laughs> them isn't what the military's doing, Marshall. Oh, no, if I no, lay no, down, no. try with me. I'm a precursor. If I lay f- completely flat down with my head to the side, though, there's a chance you're going to wake me up in an hour and say, are you still <laughs> planning you on st- doing a push-up? Yeah. Or? <laughs> Probably ought to get to that next one, huh? <laughs> hey, did you see uh, that story? It was a horrifying story on 60 Minutes about the gymnast gal yeah. who oh, was yeah. abused by the doctor. Yeah. You know, and, and listen, I don't mean to gloss over that story because it was a terrible story, but the, the various shots of her workout as an Olympic-level gymnast, Judy and I are watching this together. No fewer than three, four times, both of us said, oh, oh, she's like hanging from her toes oh. and, and and lifting a, a, a an engine block like five <laughs> times. And it was just astonishing. God, those little pixies are just beasts in terms of strength and flexibility. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just speaking up for the if you have young kids and you manage to do a one hour workout every day. You know, good for you. You you win some sort of medal or something, which is not dying an early death. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, the nation's attorney general now taking sides in the Roy Moore controversy. We got Congress gearing up to grill Donald Trump Jr. over his WikiLeaks tweets. And just in time for the holidays, a major eating pants update. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Eating pants, you say? Indeed. Pants designed specifically for eating? Correct, sir. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I think we're all thinking that sounds like a pretty good idea. Pair that with a double XL shirt. Settle in for the long haul. (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. a couple of different places. Remember, we worked at a radio station once that had a gym in the radio station that nobody ever used? Uh, 
Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Pretty much nobody yeah. ever used it. Had oh. a shower and everything. Well, there's there's a workout room in the building, right? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm told. Yeah. That's what I'm told. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's more yeah, of we a, can uh, tell. It's more of an uh, exercise equipment museum at this point than an actual actual <laughs> gym. Yeah. Yeah. Some really cool treadmills from like the 70s. Or, honestly, the prototypes of treadmills, I think, are down there. Has it got those things where you put the band around your waist and it shakes you <laughs> to lose weight? One of those things? Yeah, but it has an out-of-order sign on it. you yeah. sit in with your, your head out <laughs> the top? Steam bath. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the news now, uh, Marsha Phillips. Well, Attorney General Jeff Sessions strongly defending himself against charges that he misled members of Congress about his knowledge of communications between Russians and associates of President Trump during the 2016 campaign. Sessions saying over and over again he never intentionally lied to Congress. He's appearing before the House Judiciary Committee this morning. Then when he was asked about sexual assault allegations against Alabama Republican candidate Roy Moore who is running for the seat that Sessions vacated, Sessions said, I am uh, have no reason to doubt these young women. Wow. And the Attorney General said he is not ruling out a special counsel to investigate the Clinton Foundation and that Obama-era uranium deal. Those are the highlights wow. that have come out so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we'll see. Hey, we just got this text. My wife and I have three young kids. We are both working professionals. Our two kids in school get straight A's, participate in sports and Cub Scouts. I coach soccer and baseball, and we both work out five times per week. Oh. Well, we hate you. <laughs> Congratulations. Long why, why, do, why do you send that text? I know people like you exist. My claim is you are a, a, an aberration. You're an exception. Congratulations. I wish I, wish I were you. I admire that. I might even envy that. But let's not pretend that's who the vast majority of us are. Well, in the ways you accomplish that, some of them you might not be willing to do. You know, everybody's hyper-scheduled. Everybody's go, go, go all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, eh, live the way you want to live. More outrage on Capitol Hill? Sedentary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and briefly. Lawmakers expected to demand that Donald Trump Jr. appear before them to explain that series of private Twitter messages between him and WikiLeaks during and after the 2016 election. President Trump's oldest son released the messages after The Atlantic reported him on Monday. Some of the messages came around the time that WikiLeaks released stolen emails from Democrat Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman. And one of the WikiLeaks tweets to Donald Jr. featured a link to the cache of those stolen emails. So now Congress wants to get involved and have him testify. And for those of you who like seconds and thirds on Thanksgiving and who doesn't, stovetop stuffing has come out with designer eating pants that lets it all hang out. It's a designed fashionable unisex pants with a truly elastic waistband. An image of the stuffing is placed high and fits right over your stomach. Stovetop says it wants people to enjoy more Thanksgiving in comfort and style. The pants are going for 20 bucks each while the supplies last. And Stovetop is donating $10,000 of the proceeds to the Feeding America charity. Well, as George Costanza once famously said, when, you, when you're wearing sweatpants, you're just, you've, you've given up. Uh, I have yet to sit down to a Thanksgiving meal wearing elastic pants just because it'd be more convenient. I, I may feel like I've crossed the line when I finally do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you design pregnant lady jeans for men, oh, you become a billionaire. There you uh, go. <laughs> sit down to Thanksgiving with the that's it's just all elastic in the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the rest of the pants look fine. Find cool, rugged jeans for sure. the outdoorsman. Right, exactly. Wear that, an untucked <laughs> shirt like I usually do anyway. Yeah. Right, right. It's yep. got a little space there in the front. Sure, stretches as needed. There you go. That's wrapped at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of texts about the whole uh, exercising thing, which is interesting on this day when we were told there are new blood pressure guidelines. Maybe I'll hit you with some of those coming up in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Got to ask somebody about the a, a doctor about those new blood pressure guidelines. Of course, if if those are the guidelines for your insurance company, it matters. Yes, or whether or not your rates point. are going to go up, or whether or not you can even get insurance. That is a good point. Coming up, if we have time, two new technologies: awe-inspiring or terrifying. We'll let you decide. I love that. All right, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This doesn't happen more often where uh, people who start fights at sporting events are charged with felonies because it, it seems like it happens all the time. But like on the field or in the stands? In the stands. Oh, okay. uh, Levi Stadium, 49ers game. They actually won a game? I don't yeah, follow oddly football. enough. Yeah, they, they won solidly, too. I, I, I'm, God dang it. I thought I was out. I'm being sucked back in. Some idiot Giants fan, 29 years old, being charged with multiple felonies. Good. You know, started with heckling of other fans and then swinging on them and... The, the sort of person that'll do that, look at this a-hole. I could have told you exactly what he looks like, and he looks like that guy. Um, and he's got the red face of someone who's hammered. Uh, that person just, you, you got to leave him in jail, don't you? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I got. <laughs> just, it, just until further notice? I got no use for is willing to hurt other people over your team's affiliation guy. I right. have zero use for you in society. Hmm. Unless it's making breaking rocks, making big rocks and little rocks. That reminds me of a joke I heard over the weekend. The uh, the Saudis, they got arrested and are in the Ritz-Carlton prison. Oh, yeah. Making big scones and little scones. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> so you put that guy in the uh, camp of the incorrigibles, the Armstrong oh, and Getty incorrigible camp. Absolutely. Yeah, island uh, prison camp. Unless you can o- convince me open. you only do that when you drink and you're never going to drink again. That'd be the only way out. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, a couple of technology stories, awe inspiring or terrifying. First of all, Uber announced that uh, by around 2020, they're going to have Air Uber or Uber Air. I'm sorry. It's going to be electric, Air like mini helicopters. Uber. What? That will zoom you about in the air. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're going to start in LA, which makes perfect sense. Yes. I mean, the problem in L.A. isn't that I don't have a car. The problem is I get in my car and I don't go anywhere for two and a half hours. Yes, it would be great if there were like 12 of us that had helicopters that could cruise around and not crash into each other. But if everybody over, you know, anybody who makes a six-figure salary can afford their own helicopter, the sky is going to be full of amateur helicopter pilots no, bashing you into don't, each other. You don't have your own. You call Uber. Fine. And they send over a, uh, an alleged helicopter. Uh, service. Uh, aviation manufacturers like Embraer, mm, sounds like foreigners, Bell Helicopter, that's a good American company, Pipistrel, more foreigners, Aurora Flight Sciences and Mooney Aviation, sound like cultists, they'll supply and pilot the aircrafts. Uber will operate the software that passengers use and take a commission, much like Uber on the ground. God, how many crashes would you have? Mm, several. Amateur helicopters, <clears throat> pilots. 
Now, Uber Air differs from Uber Chopper, a helicopter service the company's had in the past, uh, offering uh, uh, rides to events like Coachella, the music festival, oh. or during summertime for trips between New York City and the Hamptons. Well, that really fits my lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, trips to Coachella from L.A. cost passengers $4,100 each way. Yeah, but if you're if you're if you're quite rich, you just that would be nothing. So there'll be there'll be a handful of rich people in places where you got a concentration of wealth that'll do that. Yeah, I suppose so. I wonder what the uh... and as long as they don't fall out of the sky and crash into my yard and kill me on a regular basis, that uh, that's okay. I wonder. Uber like... envisions Uber Air as a commuter option with fares comparable to taking an Uber X car ride. No, that seems crazy to me. But if it's a rechargeable electric helicopter. Your initial cost to be insane I just, compared to I just, you know a crappy crappy Honda Civic in my experience. But you aren't going to have enough. You aren't going to have enough pilots. People that would be qualified to fly a helicopter and what they you would have to pay them. Hey, you know what? If people with mental illnesses are good enough for the army now, I say they're good enough for my helicopter fleet. I wonder if Trump. So you got a history of drug use, self hatred, and self mutilation. Fly this helicopter. <laughs> Trump helicopters around. I wonder if he's ever sat in traffic in his whole life, even one time. Eh, probably going like uh, to the theater on Broadway, but not much. Yeah. Not much. Boy, do I despise traffic. I really do. That's why I'm always talking about vanishing into the woods. And then my next option, I got, for, a, uh, I got a whole family of people that that that, that haven't spent, you know, don't spend an hour a year in traffic. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty uh, attractive. My brother says he doesn't drive far enough to work for his car to either cool off or warm up, depending on the season. Wow. Wow. Crazy. So uh, my other option for uh, new technology, awe-inspiring or terrifying, when we were talking to uh, Sarah Westwood from the Washington Examiner, there was a pop-up ad, a pop-up video that got my attention, and I almost stopped paying attention to the interview (laughs) because it was for this Husqvarna uh, robotic lawnmower. Yes. It's like the, uh, what do you call it? Goodbye, pets. It's like, (laughs) exactly. It cuts down on your pet food costs. (laughs) It's it's like a Roomba for your lawn. Yes. Yes. So it's all the advantages of Roomba, Roomba plus the power to take off a foot. Hope you can outrun it. So a Roomba with high-speed rotating chopping blades. Perfect. That's right. A Roomba that could cripple you. Uh, wow, yeah, what if the AI wants sour on those things? You got those things chasing you around. You're going to be bloody stumps is what you're going to have. Well, so, um, but I'm looking at this thing, and damn, I want one. I mean, you just, you turn her loose. I think you got to lay wires around the edge of your lawn, which is fine if you have a certain, you know. But anyway, then you turn the thing on, it it cuts your lawn for you. There you go. So America gets fatter and lazier. <laughs> I don't know. It still seems like a cool thing to have. Have you seen Scruffy? <laughs> Scruffy? I, I see his leg over here. What is all this fur in the backyard? <laughs> Let's hear our announcer. And now, final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty on the Armstrong and Getty radio program. <laughs> That's good. Here's like your host, it. Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yeah, the new debut of the feature, uh, the sto- stories Jack and Joe won't be covering. The critics are already raving. I'm already preparing my acceptance speeches when uh, award season rolls around. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> oh, boy. Michael Angelo, <laughs> final thought? 
I'm going to start ordering the large pizza instead of the extra large, going from three donuts down to two donuts. Going to get my sexy body back. There you go. <laughs> Never refer to your quote-unquote sexy body again. He's Mar- bringing spe- sexy back. Speaking of sexy bodies, Marshall Phillips, final thoughts. Hey, I got to tell you, I went to order a pair of those stovetop designer eating pants for our Christmas gift exchange, and they're already sold out. Well, maybe next yeah. year. Maybe so next year. Go to the mall and take a look around. That'll explain that. <laughs> Hey, uh, Jack, what's your final thought? Enough texts. All right, I get it. We got a bunch of listeners who are raising eight kids that get straight A's, and you work three jobs, and you're learning Mandarin in your spare time <laughs> whilst going to the gym three times a day. I get it. Congratulations. I'm not you. What you left out was that everybody hates you. Uh, my final thought is story we're getting too much of is the whole Russian collusion email and thing. I think everybody's probably dirty. Everybody was trying to get as much dirt as they could, and the Ruskies were offering it up. The uh, underreported story is the weirdness with the Lebanese prime minister, the Saudis, and Iran. I think that pot is a-boiling, and and I don't think it's going to do anybody any good when it goes kerblooey. No, that could be an ugly, ugly story. That could be the story of the century. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't want to end the show on such a heavy note, but I think it's significant. We'll see. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Our contact info is there. We'd love to hear from you. Is there something we ought to be covering that we missed? Let us know. Drop us a line. As the old saying goes, if you say you ain't got time to work out, do you have time for a heart attack? You know, if you think of it that way, you start to find extra time here. Wow. Devastating. (laughs) (laughs) See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act. Uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us. For what we've done. Thank you and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye bye. You can tell Don Jr.'s in trouble because his dad just demoted him to Eric. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.